I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Railways, we use them to commute to work and go on holiday. They sprawl for our countryside and cut for our cities. But what are they and where did they come from? This is the podcast where we aim to answer all those questions and more. Join us as each episode we delve into a different aspect of trains and the network until we're all fully fledged railway buffs. Welcome to the In Training Podcast. Hello and welcome to the In Training Podcast. This week we're going to be looking at a few different types of trains and the differences between them. But first I wanted to address an issue raised in one of the previous podcasts. This is where I described a railway track as a railroad <laughs> and uh, it turns out railroad is an American <laughs> version of the word railway. Yeah. I thought railroad was like the specific word for the railway track itself i guess uh, i mean easy mistake i suppose but we're not american so. yeah <laughs> so the problem with the internet and researching is that i just i came across that word yeah and thought that's what it meant that's a good thing though you, it means you're learning and learning from your mistakes exactly you know that's what this whole podcast <laughs> is about so don't beat yourself up too much about it yeah maybe every episode of the podcast is just going to be like, us correcting something in a previous episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> But yeah, that's that is the whole point of this to um, learn together on these things, and, and we mm. are going to make mistakes. But, yeah, of course. Um, that's just part of the process of learning something. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. Yeah. So with that out of the way, let's talk <laughs> about the three uh, or, or more different formats of trains. Brilliant. <laughs> There are many different versions of trains right. and um, you can have different means of moving rolling stock along. Yeah. So there's a few different versions that I've looked into. Mm -hmm. um, there's a locomotive hauled train, which is like the kind of traditional like tra uh, locomotive yeah. at the front carrying the rest of the train. Uh, but there's also a multiple unit push-pull operation. <laughs> and then I put uh, freight trains as well because they're yeah. kind of... They've got their own kind of like little quirk to them. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but this this three of the locomotive hall train, the multiple unit and the push-pull does seem to be the three yeah. main different ways you can have an engine moving a train. Yeah. So a locomotive hall train, yeah, that's like the traditional type. 
like most engines, attached to a rolling stock, and the rolling stock don't have their own engines inside them. Oh right, okay. So they they wouldn't be able to move without without yeah. the yeah the locomotive um, engine at the front. Mm-hmm. Um, or you could have the locomotive engine at the back actually pushing oh, them. Oh right, okay. <laughs> but um, I think the point with the locomotive forward engines is that they can only move in one direction. Yeah. Um, so if you've got a, if you've got the locomotive engine at the front mm-hmm. and it gets to the end of a line, then you have to come up with some kind of way of moving that locomotive engine round to the right, other side. Yeah. And there's kind of ways with the um, track that you can kind of like maneuver it. Oh, right, back okay. to the front. Um, like a three-point so, turn in a, in a train. Yeah, exactly. Having <laughs> <laughs> to sort of, yeah, awkwardly get it back to the... <laughs> which is why I think they created um, another way of having a train, mm-hmm. which is the push-pull operation. Right, yeah. So this means that there would be an engine within the train mm-hmm. that can move forwards and backwards, um, right. hence the push-pull. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But this was complicated because I wanted to say, oh, it's one train, it's one um, engine that can move backwards and forwards. Yeah. But you could have multiple engines. Right, okay. <laughs> um, but the the idea is that, yeah, they can move backwards or forwards. Yeah, That's like yeah. the main thing. And yeah, so in this layout, there may be one engine placed in the middle, for example, mm-hmm. with other rolling stock connected on either side of that. Yeah. And then sometimes these these ones where the engine's in the middle, they might have driver's cabs on the front and the back of the train. Yeah. Which is another thing where, um, from my kind of like mainstream view, <laughs> I always thought that they had like two engines at either yeah, side. Yeah, I, I was going to say, that's what I always assumed when you're getting on yeah. like National Rail or something like that. Yeah. Um, that's that's the weird thing, and and I think there are some trains out there that are like that. Yeah, because I don't think of where would it go in the centre, because surely because you can always walk through the entire train. Yeah, well, at least the ones I've been on anyway. I haven't been on one where there's been a section in the middle that's cut off for an engine. Yeah, unless that's, it's that's underneath, or I don't. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I don't know. I think it's possible they might have like some kind of like corridor that goes past the engine, but oh, maybe. maybe maybe actually on one of these. Um, ones where the engine's in the middle maybe you can't go through the middle oh possibly yeah but like I say there are I think there are ones out there where it is a, it is literally a engine on yeah. either end but um, yeah but apparently one common way though is just having this engine in the middle and, right, and okay. kind of driver's cabs on either side which yeah. don't have their own engines okay but the um, the driver's cabs on either end mean that you can operate the train from either side yeah, yeah. so you might still have like a driver sat on each side of it yeah. and then they can kind of remotely control that engine from the middle. That makes sense. Yeah, so the the main difference with these and a locomotive forward engine is just for they have the, the capability to move forwards and backwards. Yeah. It's not necessarily a multiple unit, which is mm-hmm. the next one I'll get on to. <laughs> okay. Um, because uh, these push-pull operations, they might only have one engine. Yeah. They, they could have more, but they might only have one, which is why they're their own kind of section. Mm-hmm. So a multiple unit threw away the idea of having like one bulky locomotive engine... Uh, within the train pulling everything else and instead went with the concept of having multiple engines spread out throughout the train yeah and that can kind of manifest itself differently (laughs) so they could have underfloor engines for example right so they might be like kind of electric underfloor engines Mm -hmm. um or they so they could be underneath the carriages for people actually sitting yeah um so it's not like a kind of traditional like we've got one bit of the train which is a engine yeah instead the engine might be below like oh, just right. passenger okay. cars yeah 
And something as an example for that is the um, the new kind of Azuma trains that they've made. Yeah, yeah. So they're with um, LNER in the UK, and um, the Azuma trains they have diesel locomotive engine, mm-hmm. so that would be kind of like somewhere within the train. Yeah. But they also have electric underfloor engines. Right. So Not they're kind of like heating. They're <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're like kind of hybrid. Yeah. Trains almost, and I think they would be defined as a multiple unit because they've yeah. got different yeah. engines in it. And the, the reason they did that was because they wanted it to all be electric underfloor, ideally. Right, yeah. Because that's kind of like better for the environment, it's better yeah, for where we're heading. But there's parts of the UK railway system that don't have electric overhead cables oh, to power yeah, the train. Of course. Yeah. So they've had to have a diesel engine in there oh. just to kind of make up for those areas. Yeah, well, I suppose it swings around about, so I'm sure we'll get there. Yeah. Like full electric eventually, I suppose. <laughs> it's difficult where, like, yeah, they're kind of trying to. They're making trains that are kind of better than the infrastructure we've got to yeah, run them on. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully in the future, like, that, so those Azuma trains, they've actually been designed so that the um, diesel engines can be taken out. Oh, right. Um, okay, that's yeah. good. Yeah. So they can kind of be converted in the future into yeah. fully electric. Well, at least it means they won't become obsolete really quickly. Anyway. Yeah. Kind of designed, um, yeah, future safe, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so one of the most common forms of these multiple units does tend to be like electric trains yeah. with um, underfloor engines. So a good example of this, of this is the um, London Underground. Right. Um, yeah. Apparently the London Underground is exclusively electrical multiple units. Oh, right, okay. Um, and yeah, it kind of made sense when I thought about it, because if yeah. you think about what the tube looks like, it's like, yeah. oh, it doesn't look like there's an engine at the front of it. You know, no, pulling. it doesn't, no. Yeah. Um, they're more like trams almost, aren't they? yeah. Um, and obviously they're all run by ele- well, I assume they're all run by electric trams. So yeah, so I imagine most of them. Probably I haven't are. seen any that have got an well, like <laughs> an obvious engine anyway. Yeah, so yeah, all the London Underground is electrical multiple units, and so mm. they'll be being pulled from kind of underfloor. Right. Okay. And yeah, so it it did kind of yeah made sense because yeah, that's not like it's not the traditional look of like a big bulky steam train on no, one end well, of the tube. Like well, they used to, didn't they? <laughs> like um, when steam was. Well, big, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I couldn't imagine how smoky it would have been down there, though. <laughs> Obviously, a good move going to electric. <laughs> mm. That's, yeah, that's the thing, like, yeah, that design just wouldn't really be compatible. No, it's not practical. If, yeah. yeah. And, yes, yeah, so that, that was something in my head where, like, as soon as I had that example, I was like, oh, oh okay, yeah. right. <laughs> that makes sense. And then there's, like, there's there's other trades that I know that I've been on now where I'm like, yeah. oh, well, clearly they were electric, yeah, yeah. electric whirlpool units. So the podcast is already... <laughs> wising my view of trains yeah. and hopefully next time like oh, m- maybe next time you're on a train you'll be thinking about oh what yeah. type of train am i on like is it a- <laughs> yeah i definitely will be i just assumed they were really small and they just packed them somewhere secret or like yeah. had like a, a fake toilet on the train somewhere that had the <laughs> just like a big bulky like diesel engine in <laughs> yeah. there like puff it away it's always out of order for a reason <laughs> Yeah, so the, the other type of train I looked at was just um, freight trains, just because freight trains, they they will have, they could have multiple engines in them. Yeah. Because, and they probably will have, because they need a lot more force to carry the yeah, a lot more big, weight. bulky yeah, weights that they've got. So yeah, they might have like engines kind of stacked up, like yeah. all pushing together. And I thought that was kind of like an interesting thing to... Well, yeah, like when you sat at the rail crossings in your car and it takes like five minutes for one of those to go past, I get why now. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and yes, yeah, so they're, they're like almost, almost like a completely different beast to the standard like yeah. passenger. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
So hopefully that will have given you a bit more of an insight into the different types of trades out there. Do you feel like you've learned something from that, Shannon? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Always good to learn more stuff. Yeah. Uh, things seem a little bit clearer now, step by step. Anyway, <laughs> still a lot more to learn yet, though, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, that'll be what we discuss in later episodes. Next episode. Tune in. <laughs>